Welcome back, crime people. This is Steph. This is Kat. And you're listening to True Crime Project. Today is a cat episode. Um, <clears throat> uh, first, I wanted to talk about... <coughs> oh, man. The stuff I got in the mail today. I ordered a mystery box from this online boutique of, like, bath bombs and sugar scrubs and all that. Huh. I have never, never been more in love anything in my life these bath bombs were the best bath bombs i think i've ever had in my life i wish i could take baths i don't typically like to but i've been doing it to sit in epsom salt since i threw my back out that one time uh, and i got a sh- i got a shower melt too and that kind of just like um shower up. Melt? yeah it's like a bath bomb but for the shower just oh. get like the aromatherapy from it Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, and I mean, like, this sugar scrub, I didn't even have any lotion on, and my legs felt so silky smooth. It was amazing. Okay, so where do I order the... What is the company you bought, you ordered it from? It is that the... we're doing, uh... <laughs> we're <laughs> advertising it, but now I'm curious, because I didn't even know that a shower melt was a thing, so now I have to order one. Her Facebook is the Rustic Bubble Boutique, and Kat, if you get on my Facebook and look, I posted a picture of what I got, and I tagged her, and actually, I approached her, that way, like, we could have, like, some ads on here for her. She's going to make bloody bath bombs for us. Sample. Bloody bath bombs? Yeah, like, they're white with, like, blood drips on it. Oh! Yeah. (laughs) You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> huh. okay and i got like, i can definitely little- use some sugar scrub right now because it's making me crazy like i gave myself a manicure and pedicure today but it's not quite the same as going to get one and i'm like yeah actually lotioning right now as we speak because i'm like it's dry it's just not uh, i got this <laughs> to go get a <laughs> manicure and pedicure in a real place right now I actually got, um, I just ordered a mystery box, so I didn't know what I was getting. And I mm-hmm. got two body butters. It's like whipped body butter. And a, oh my God. I was telling Mike, I was like, come over here and feel my legs. Smell me. Like, <laughs> get up in <laughs> that's there. I, that's what I need on my feet right now. I actually um, put the butter on my feet, and my feet feel really great too. But I'm going to have to get some stuff on there then. That sounds good. We so you guys are reopening. We uh, got extended another month. Yeah, May first. I don't. I actually haven't seen a list of businesses that are opening. Like, are like what types of businesses? Yeah, but I do know that fucking gyms are allowed to open. Doesn't make any sense to me because oh. I feel like that's a place where things would spread. Probably the fastest. You're sweating, you're breathing heavy, like you touch a bunch of stuff that other people are t- like, yeah, you sanitize things after you use it, but like, but still, I people know, man, are, I, yeah, people Ooh. are breathing heavy. And like, I don't know about you, but whenever I ran, even like when I was doing like the personal training, I would cough after I was done running really bad. I don't cough after running, but I just, even some people I'm sure do. And it's just a lot of 
bodily fluids for me at this point of quarantine to be like, <laughs> oh, let's get back in the gym, guys. Yeah. I'm all for continuing to work out if that's your thing, but like. Put it home. Yeah, I would not want to be. Weights. There's just certain places right now that even if they're open, I wouldn't really want any part of, I think. Right. But, that mic's back off of work. And he is. I was wondering what happened. Yeah, we actually don't have a reason why, but I think as I had heard bef- like a few days before he went back to work weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, it was only, so he makes bearings for like cars and tractors and stuff like that, huh. and I guess Ford had an expedited order mm-hmm. they literally said coming back, like you're not going to get laid back off, like blah 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 and then he got laid back off after two weeks so does he go back on unemployment like how yeah he won't be able to file like this weekend for last this past week because he worked yeah uh, this coming weekend he'll actually be able to refile again but since he's already has it like up and going won't have that waiting period like we had neither one of us getting paid for a month wasn't he on wasn't he only laid off for two weeks and then went back? I think he was off for three weeks. So crazy. Like, everything's just such a mess right now. And everybody's, like, you don't even know which way is up. It's so yeah. crazy to me that some states are, like, continuing to stay locked locked down. And then some are like, everything's open. Good luck, guys. I mean, oh. I'm not even sure which is the right answer at this point because... Georgia hair salons are opening back up next week. I'm in this group. Um, it's like a pay it forward kind of group, but it's only for the employer that I work for. Um, yeah, everything in Georgia is reopening. Yeah, and there's hairstylists that were talking about going back to work next week, and I was like, fuck that. I think they oh, start Monday. You. I think restaurants and salons and all that open Monday. There's just no way. There's no way to safely cut someone's hair right now. I don't know. I saw this one. It was a meme of Mayor Lightfoot. Uh, it was a hairstylist that had it like the top of an umbrella that they took the <laughs> off and they like cut eye holes in it and put their arms through it. <laughs> yeah, I saw like, that. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I don't know. There's just. <sighs> I was supposed to get my hair done in the very big. Uh, when is May first? May second or something? I just yeah, I had an appointment and obviously canceled and rescheduled it for a month further down the line. But even right. that, we'll see if if that even happens. But I mean, obviously, I'd like to get my hair done. I'd like to go get a manicure, pedicure, but also don't know that it's worth it right now. I don't know. Oh. I about died when you oh. when I saw that picture <clears throat> of your mare actually fucking smiling. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was also right at the beginning of all this too. That wasn't oh, like right okay. right now. Things are so much. Oh, I I thought you were talking about when because she, she got her haircut and there was like a picture with her with her stylist or whatever smiling. Oh no, uh, the other one with her smiling. She's she does smile. I don't know. I really like her. I think she's had a good sense of humor about everything, and she's just doing her best to try and keep everybody safe. But I still didn't um, at first. I thought it was a man. Oh, <laughs> and some shit to her. 
Aww. I like her. I think she's doing a good job for what it is, so. That's good. Chicago's not an easy city to (laughs) deal with. Yeah, I can imagine. I don't know. (sighs) I don't know. Hopefully everybody out there is staying safe and I don't know. It's been a recently just a lot of um, stories of people that I don't necessarily know personally, but like friends of theirs or girlfriend's family friend passed away the last couple of weeks from COVID and she's been worried this whole time. My best friend was born and raised in New York. Oh, so mm-hmm. that's where her whole family is and she's not there right now, but that's like a I would be very worried if that's where my family was. So hopefully yeah. they all come out of this okay, you know? And there's just so many cases and there's been so many deaths in New York that it's it's so tragic. Like, New York has had enough tragedy in the last 20 years. Yeah, for but, sure. There's a anyway. prison, um, a county over from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they They have over 2,000 cases in their prison of inmates and guards. Is that the prison that the Green River Killer is in? Because I just saw something. I didn't click on it about the Green River Killer and other inmates. Um, but the vote came came down against them five to four. They would not be letting them out due to COVID. And I was like, thank God to worry about a virus taking me out. Now I have to worry <laughs> about the Green River Killer and other fucktards being out on the streets during all this. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't want you all to die of COVID, but, like, also, I don't want you in my backyard. No, thank you. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. But anyway, um, I picked kind of a strange one today. I had been, I kind of been starting to catch up on my podcasts lately. Um, and one of the ones that I listen to does readers' stories. and one of the people who wrote into them um, mentioned this case as it had been, um, it had taken place in a house or next door to um, where they lived, house that they lived in. So I had never heard of this story before. And so, and it was such a like kind of off the wall kind of story. So I immediately had to go down that rabbit hole and learn more about it. So see how it goes. This episode, this is episode twenty four, I think, right? Yes, because yes, you're even numbers because you're too OCD. <laughs> I knew it was an even number. I just didn't know. <laughs> twenty four, twenty six. Where are we at? Oh, this story is when the whole fam damnly gets arrested for murder. The story is the murder of Stephen Moore. In 2007, I didn't even tell you, did I tell you what story I was doing? I don't think we've even discussed this, actually. Oh, not at all. I'll sit back and enjoy, because this one has some twists and turns and interesting. It's, it's okay. a little different. Oh, in 2007, Stephen Moore married a woman named Kathleen Dorset, and she's she was an elementary school teacher, 
And Stephen, on the other hand, was described as being more laid back and never having really like a full-time and five kind of job, at least before he married her. Went through his life doing side jobs and random work to make money. Just enough for him to survive and get by. There's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but I think it lends a hand to a stable family, in my opinion. Right. I wouldn't be too thrilled if my husband just worked okay. here and there, random jobs to kind of get you really, you know, like, I, I don't feel like working today. I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> no, you're going to work. <laughs> so, was kind of a free spirit. He spent a lot of his time biking, skateboarding, fishing. Apparently, inline skating was his passion, which okay. kind of tells you of the times in early 2000. <laughs> right. He won national awards for inline skating, which I didn't even realize that was a thing. And even and Kathleen moved into a house after they got married that her parents owned, which was conveniently located across the street from her parents. And since her parents owned the house, they got it for cheap rent. But because they owned it, Kathleen's parents would often stop by unannounced and just kind of walk in. That would be a deal breaker for me, for sure. I don't care how cheap that rent is. <laughs> Yeah, I'm also I'm very privacy like. So the couple had a daughter the next year in 2008. Unfortunately, after just two years of marriage, the couple decided to divorce. Stephen said it was because Kathleen changed after having the baby and was no longer affectionate. Which kind of that whole excuse the fuck out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say that annoyed. Sorry. That piece uh-huh. of shit can go jump off the flat earth because <laughs> a woman's okay. Nope, we're not going down this rabbit hole right now. <laughs> don't don't say that to somebody who had a baby in the last uh, four months. <laughs> don't even don't say that to anybody with kids ever. I will. Oh, I I'll get to it. Okay, so let me keep going. <laughs> um, Kathleen had physical custody of their daughter. And her and her parents wanted to move to Florida. So he agreed to help A to move Stephen in order to get him to agree to it. So basically they were like, we'll help pay for your living and help you pay for you to move and get a place and whatever. That they could take him and the daughter and Kathleen to move with them to Florida. I think it was like a retirement plan for her parents. On August 16th, Stephen dropped his daughter off after visitation with her. He kissed her goodbye, and after that, he was never seen again. Never showed up to work, and coworkers became worried. They called Kathleen, who said he dropped off their daughter, but she didn't know where he went after that. So, when police looked into um, Stephen's financial and phone records, they didn't find anything of use. His last phone call had actually been to Kathleen that morning. Police start interviewing his friends and found that Kathleen was pretty controlling of Stephen's visitation. 
She'd write notes and ask a lot of questions about how he was caring for their daughter. Here's the thing for me for that. So I watched this episode of Snapped. It's an older episode of Snapped that they covered this story. And they tried very hard to make it look like Kathleen was like this overbearing mom and cold wife because she wasn't affectionate with Steven anymore or whatever. Most of what they said about her, I feel like it was pretty normal new mom stuff, especially within the first year of having a kid. Like, honestly, keep your dick away from me. <laughs> this is how I got a baby in the first place. Right. <laughs> you know, your body's different. And then on top of it, they kept saying things like, oh, after she had their daughter, um, Stephen realized that she, um, like, that was her real love. Like, she loved the child more than him. And I was like, yeah, of course she does. That's biology. <laughs> She's supposed to love him, the baby more than him. Like, fuck. There were some things, people. <laughs> there were some things in this episode that I was like, the fuck is this? Go what is going on right now? So, I mean, I'm sure the thing is, is they wanted to spin it to make it look like it was all Kathleen's fault. And I'm not saying that it wasn't in their marriage. I have no idea. But in the interviews, it just sounded like, to me, more like, I don't know, like it was normal marital things and like new baby and whatnot. Um, the friend of Stevens that they interviewed seemed like a surfer dude who couldn't understand any of this anyways, too, for part of it. I was like, this guy's like a 40-year-old surfer dude who's single, probably doesn't own a home. <laughs> like, I doubt he has any kids that he takes care of. Anyway. Like, it was just super, like, why are you choosing these people to interview? I don't know. <laughs> oh, not to talk ill of Steven again. I wasn't there. I just thought based on what was said in the show, I was like, hold up. This all sounds normal. So right. Here's where it gets not so normal. So two days after Stephen went missing, the car was found completely burned out. And upon closer investigation, there was a body in the trunk of the car. The car turned out to be Stephen's mother's car same car that Stephen had been driving when he went missing. And I'm sure you can guess that the body in the trunk was none other than Stephen Moore himself. So police immediately went to talk to the last person who'd seen him, Kathleen. And Kathleen was unemotional about finding out her husband was dead, but she completely cooperated with police. She was friendly and answered all their questions. But upon leaving her home, police noticed something strange. There was this fresh mulch laid on the side of her driveway, which isn't unusual. But poking out all over were weeds, which is odd. If you're going to go to the trouble to lay new mulch down, why wouldn't you pull the weeds before you put the new mulch down? Right. Oh, an officer put on a glove and started feeling through the mulch just on a hunch to see if there was any, like, a, is, is this cover something up? Like, this is just a strange scene that there's weeds sticking out of this brand new fresh mulch. So when he pulled his hand out of the mulch, his gloved hand, it was completely red. It was covered in blood. Can you even imagine, like, 
The police were pretty sure that it was Stephen's blood. They dug and they tested the site with luminol and they brought in cadaver dogs, which of course confirmed that it was human blood. When police came to interview Kathleen again, she lawyered up. And the interviews again, the investigator says, like, now she lawyered up when we came in. It's like, even if she had no idea what happened to Stephen, if somebody finds blood in your flower beds, you probably should get a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good idea. Anywho, a few days later, the police came to her home with an arrest warrant. And when the police were arresting Kathleen, they noticed that her father, Thomas, did something strange. He pulled out his wallet and keys and handed it to his wife, James Leslie, which will be important later. It was almost as if he thought he were going to be getting arrested as well, which puzzled the police. So investigators began to question why he would believe he was going to be arrested. And they started finding evidence that would explain his involvement. Police interviewed Kathleen's neighbor. She recalled the day Stephen went missing. She said she'd awoken that morning by some kind of strange animal noise outside. She ran to the window to see what was going on, and she saw Kathleen outside standing in her driveway. She said to Kathleen through her window, she said, um, what's going on? And then she said Kathleen reacted in a strange way and screamed at her. She should close her window and mind her own business. Oh, just probably a panicked response mm -hmm. getting caught by Kathleen. Like, come on, man, murder 101. Don't yell at people who can rat on you. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> so after his daughter's arrest, Thomas Dorsett made an appointment with an attorney, supposedly to discuss his daughter's situation, more likely to discuss his own. And when the attorney got to the office that morning, he noticed that Thomas was already there in his truck in the parking lot. So when he walked up to the truck, he noticed that Thomas was unconscious. And Thomas tried to commit suicide by inhaling some sort of refrigerator coolant. It was, it was unsuccessful. He basically to kill himself that day in the parking lot of the attorney, which also doesn't lend to uh, any credibility that he's innocent. Especially since he had, at this point, not even been charged with anything. Now, after news of Kathleen's arrest hit the media outlets, the restaurant owner called the police with a new tip. Thomas Dorset had contacted the restaurant owner and offered to buy them new equipment for the restaurant's security system, they would hand him over the cameras and footage from outside their restaurant, specifically the footage covering their dumpster. This whole interaction makes me roll my fucking eyes because it's like, you don't suspect, you don't suspect anything, but one of your kids just like offers info. Like I didn't break the lamp mom. And it's like, wait, what? There's a broken lamp. Like what? <laughs> Why are you calling this restaurant? <laughs> Hello. All the red flags. Right. He, he told the owner he was dumping something illegal and he didn't want to get caught. And yeah, I'd say murder evidence is definitely illegal. So, the restaurant had turned Thomas down and ended up handing over the footage to police. 
The footage from just a few hours after Steven disappeared showed Steven's car, his mom's car, pulling up with Thomas Dorset in the driver's seat. To top it off, Kathleen pulls up just minutes later in her own car following her father. For whatever reason, the two leave without even getting out of their cars, whether it was too busy in the area or if they were just looking for a good dumpster to use. We'll probably never know. Dumpster choice makes a difference. You got to pick something that's not like (laughs) in the open, maybe not hardly used, or maybe it just is about to get picked up. Like that's that's science to picking the dumpster that you're going to put your murder shit in. I guess so. I and they must have ended up liking this one because a couple hours later, Thomas pulls back up the footage to the dumpster, but this time he was in his work van and to throw stuff away. Basically, things that would make you look like a serial killer if you placed them on a conveyor belt in a store. There was Rubbermaid containers, bleach, rope, a four by four, like serial killer kit. So this entire thing is like. An episode of world's dumbest criminals because the same day thomas tried to take his life he was arrested that afternoon for the murder of stephen moore while in prison it was rumored between inmates that kathleen was trying to hire someone to kill her mother-in-law if she had custody of the couple's daughter so evelyn who's stephen's mother now stephen is the one that's murdered his mom's car is found burned out, even his inside of it. Kathleen, they suspect, had something to do with it. So now she's in prison, and it's rumored that she is trying to kill Evelyn, the mother-in-law, because she's the one that got custody of their daughter. Okay. Or at least temporarily, anyways. So police were able to confirm this by intercepting letters and phone calls between Kathleen and her mother, Leslie. Two women were indeed planning to hire someone to murder Stephen's mother. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. My biggest issue with this as a mother is let's say, I mean, obviously you shouldn't murder someone, but let's say you hire someone to murder the person that you view as having stolen your child. But when you believe so Kathleen obviously thinks her own mother should be taking care of um, her daughter. What if something goes wrong with this whole plan and your kid gets caught in the middle of all of it? Why would like you get your kid to do that? Wait, what? And why would you do that? I have no... I mean, first of all, what kind of strange relationship do you have with your parents that your dad kills your husband for you, your mother helps you try and hire a hitman, order to take out his mother so you can kind of get your kid back but you're not going to get your kid back she did she did want it to look like it was natural like she died of natural causes but a bad plan because you're hiring someone you don't know your kid is there so you have no idea how this is going to go down or how it could potentially harm your child also hey anyways here we are. Kathleen gets her dad to kill Stephen. Out from jail, she and her mom are planning to kill Stephen's mother. They finally find a hitman. Leslie meets with him at a mall food court to discuss the details. 
So now we have the entire family charged with murder and or attempted murder. I'm sorry, did you say that they met at a food court in the mall to plan it? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, the best part is, so because um, the police investigators were able to intercept this plan, they didn't have a hitman and they hadn't found one yet. The police interjected their own person to play the hitman. Leslie meets with him at the food court. And now, because police obviously know that they're trying to, get to do this, they have their own person spying, basically pretending to be the hitman. And so when they leave the food court, when they leave the mall, they're able to arrest Kathleen's mother now for this murder for hire <laughs> plot. I know. I mean, I don't know why I'm laughing, but this story is just fucking absurd. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's like <laughs> the most guys, fucked up family in the world. But yeah. They are they are something else, that's for sure. So they use Kathleen's mother's sentence then to leverage against Kathleen and Thomas in order to get confessions from them for the murder of Stephen. Because obviously they don't want Leslie, the mother, to sit in jail for the rest of her life as well. They already know they're pretty screwed. So in the end, Leslie was convicted of attempted murder of Evelyn Moore, which is Stephen's mother. She's only sentenced to seven years because of the deals that they made. (laughs) Of course she was. Kathleen confessed um, that she the murder of Stephen. And um, so she wouldn't have to share custody. She said it was because she didn't want to have to share custody of their daughter with him, which is like a point. I understand not wanting to share custody of your kid. Obviously there was some issues between the two of them. It's definitely not worth this. And now that child has no parents no grandparents other than the one grandparent that's raising her. Who who did this help in the end? No one. This did is this just, happen? Uh, 2010. 10 years and, ago. Or where, I mean. Uh, shit. I want to say New Jersey? Okay. Because this makes this reminds me of something that happened here in Ohio. So I'm going to do that story next. So that way we can compare <laughs> the stupidity of these families, okay? That sounds good. Now I want to <laughs> find out. I'm pretty sure it was New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. Okay, I was right. Um, so, there we are. okay, so then Thomas confessed that he'd hit and then strangled Stephen that morning before putting him in the trunk of his mother's car, which he said he'd only done it for his daughter. Um, but that also means that when they first drove up to that dumpster in the morning, he was in the trunk of the car already like on that footage. So he was sentenced to 45 years in prison, which is less than what his daughter was sentenced to, but 
makes sense, I guess, because she was also probably convicted on um, murder for hire with her mom, so she got extra. <laughs> Kathleen and Thomas will both be beyond 80 years of age, and they're eligible for parole if they live that long. And Leslie Dorset was unfortunately paroled in 2016. Oh. She's already out. She only served six years. Well, probably more like five after trial and all that. The whole story of a seemingly normal family, like Kathleen was a school teacher. Her mom was a homemaker. Her dad was an air conditioning contractor. And they turned into this crime family who violently murdered someone and tried to murder someone like his mother as well. Like, just crazy to me that you can have this family who's seemingly normal, which I guess we've heard many times over. And nobody have a clue that they were capable of this insanity. So that is our story for today, boys and girls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there is more down this rabbit hole. I would be very interested to talk to somebody who actually knew them and hear whether or not like, we're like, oh yeah, that Kathleen is crazy bitch. We always knew she was nuts. Or if it was more <laughs> like, we had no idea. I mean, she was an elementary school teacher, which go either way. I'm just curious personality wise, if she was a Karen or if she was like a nice lady that lived next door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anywho. Thoughts? <laughs> coughing over here. Yeah, you okay? Yeah, I, I think I swallowed wrong. Uh, <laughs> trying to laugh. It was worse. Yeah, ended up dying. <laughs> well, at least you muted it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Oh, I don't know. I'm messaging my husband right now because we were supposed to grill today, which clearly is not happening because the rain is just never ending here. I, I was trying to send him to this. Um, well, actually, I got him to shave his beard down because he's an essential worker. So he, I don't know that I would call it a mask, but he has a, a certain type of face covering that he has for work so now his beard is like less uh mask compliant i think is what it's called but okay so he wasn't really thrilled to shave that down but now i don't know if it's because he has to do it for work or whatever or what it is but he does not want to go to the store and have to wear a mask i'm like do you think i wanted to spend an hour and a half I'm going to get all the groceries for the next week and a half for us wearing a mask. Oh, and then the, the added stress of oh, our, is at Walmart and the aisles, some of them go like horizontally, some of them are vertical. And now they have the one way stickers. So you can only go in one way and out the other way for the aisles. And I'm like, <laughs> like I'm in a mask. There's so many people here. I'm so stressed out trying to get all my stuff. Now I have to watch the floor to figure out if I can go that way to get into the aisle. (laughs) And they're not all in order either. So then some of them I'd like get to the end and then I'd want to go down the next aisle and I couldn't. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) I like run around like a idiot in a maze trying to get to the aisle. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, I understand the logic behind doing it that way, at least for some of the aisles, just to try and, like, make it so people are more conscious of others and try and keep them, make it easier for them to stay apart from each other. For some of those damn aisles, it made it even harder. We have a couple, like, all the drink and, um, like, water bottles pop juice, all that stuff is in, like, vertical fucking aisles. <laughs> So like, and then those come up to the ones that are facing the other way, the other like the aisles that are going uh, horizontally. I don't know. It was a clusterfuck. I was like, I can't. I I have to like think so hard to get remember all my stuff, keep my mask on that I feel like I'm suffocating in, <laughs> make sure I don't touch my face with my gloves. I was like, this is so much. <laughs> oh, our know? Walmart is set up as like Black Friday where they have. Right behind, like where you get in line at the registers, is the um, the women's clothing. So okay. they have That's it to where you you have to get in line behind the women's clothing in that oh, aisle yeah. and come up that way, which is what they do for Black Friday. So that way they can keep people social distanced. But, yeah, we have stickers. We have uh, like six foot of feet apart stickers. You have to stand on. Yeah, get in line. Yeah, it's all, it's a lot. It's almost like, I don't know. And and I have a bad feeling that even once things kind of go back to normal, like let's say Illinois open tomorrow, like Georgia is or whatever on Monday. Yeah. I wouldn't, I still wouldn't feel normal just walking into the store. You know, mm-hmm. like I would still be very like, try to avoid people. Like it, it would just... It's gonna la- it's it's gonna have a long lasting mental effect. I think I don't want. I really don't want to be around other people, <laughs> yeah, especially people, especially strangers. Right now, you know. Right. I went to Kroger this morning, and I was um, before I walked in. I walked past this past this van, and this guy said something, and so I turned around and I said, "I'm sorry, what did you say?" And he goes, "Oh, it wasn't me. It was the guy walking past." And I was like, "Oh, okay." I left my mask at home and I mean I was just going in to pay a bill so it wasn't like I was going into anything I stood in that parking lot and talked to this man for 15 fucking minutes (laughs) Mike always makes fun of me because like no matter where I go I can always make friends with like the 80 year old men all the time I don't know if I'm just I know I don't have an inviting face like I do know that (laughs) I don't know what makes these guys fucking talk to me like this I enjoy it though you're the person that probably on an airplane that I get stuck to next to and they want to talk the whole time and make friends. Yeah, that was me when I was on a plane last time. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, I'm going to put my headphones in now. <laughs> I had my headphones in on the airplane and this motherfucker's still talking to me. Oh, and also, I don't know if this is confirmed or not. Did you see? TMZ reported it, which I feel like, as far as deaths are concerned, they're usually right on top of it. Kim Jong-un passed away today? Yeah, I saw um, Regina shared that. That's insane. Yeah, I, I told know Mike. he was not doing well, which, not that I'm sad that he's gone, but then, <laughs> I don't know, like, it almost makes me wonder, like, did they get rid of him on purpose, or... Crazy. 
Do you see the presumed cause of death? Uh, something about, I'm assuming COVID, but he had oh. a lot of complications. Oh, he um, was having a heart stent placed yeah. and it, and it yeah. didn't go well. Yeah, he's had, so he had a lot of issues. Um, health issues, I'm assuming, like he's like a chronic smoker and had heart issues and things. And I thought I saw that he was COVID positive like a week ago or something that he was in, like having issues for all this due to COVID, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe I was, maybe I'm ahead. I don't know. Maybe the heart issues yeah, were exasperate. Exasperate. Say the word that I'm trying to say. Uh, exasperated. Thank you. Exacerbated. I mean, start coughing again. A lot of things, but I know that he had a lot of health issues as it was. I just yeah. wonder what our. Uh, emperor over here is going to think about his best friend dying. Oh my god. <laughs> see what he says. But my uh, cousin today is her little boy's first birthday. I have to send you this picture. She uh, caution tape color um, streamers around his crib and put a yellow and black balloons in his crib and made a sign that said quarantine first birthday. Um None of you are invited. <laughs> oh my god, I sent something like that to Amanda. Because Blaine oh will turn gosh. one in like June or July. I can't remember which day. Uh, I think it's June. And she's like, God, I hope it doesn't come to that. I was like, I still think you should do it in the picture. Just it's to have so picture. cute, but it's so sad. It's a do- I mean, you do what you got. You can at this point. Right. <laughs> We have game night tonight with our neighbors. It's like three different couples that have been doing this once or twice a week. They're at like Zoom conference call game nights now since we used to have real game nights, but it is what it is. So, or if the six of us now have had our birthdays during quarantine. (laughs) Like, at least the first one year old. Where's your husband's? My husband's was right before. He just missed it. We also didn't get to go out for his birthday because it was literally right before. So my mom was going to babysit the kids and then all this happened. So she hasn't seen them at all. His birthday was in February. Oh, and then my birthday was in March and totally we didn't get to do anything. We were quarantined. And then, yeah, both my, two of the, oh, or yeah. So then one of my neighbors, her and I are like birthday buddies. Her birthday is like two days before mine. And then two of the other husbands, their birthdays are both uh, one day apart. One of them is on 420. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one of them just turned 40. So we actually did a birthday parade for him. Then I did, I played alcohol fairy to everybody that night because I felt bad. <laughs> we had a game night. <laughs> That's oh. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like people just have to try and make the best of it. You'll never get another opportunity to be home this much and whatnot. It's not ideal, for sure. Um, I mean, I see both sides of it. I see everybody wanting to reopen because of the economy. I get that. Like, I hope 
my restaurant makes it to the other side of this or my bar. I work at two different places and I lost both jobs on in one day. But then my husband, who is an essential worker, and to have his one of the companies that he works at, so he has a few different accounts. And one of the ones that he works at there was positive COVID cases there. And to that's like a punch in the gut when you find out that people that were working with you have COVID. So you know it's like i don't know and then also just to see recently that um not only is it like a flu or old or something like that but it's also causing people young not young young but like 30s and 40s which to me is young because i'm only 36 (laughs) to see higher numbers of them start dying because it causes blood clotting and so it's been causing strokes and things related to blood clots in patients where there's a Broadway dancer, actor, dancer. Um, anyways, yeah. he's been on a ventilator for a very long time. Unfortunately, he probably will not make it. Um, Actually, believe- I read a story yesterday that Regina shared that said that they're weaning him off the ventilator and all assistive, assistive medicine. Well, he lost a leg because of a blood blood clotting disorder um, already. And that, to me, was just a super sad story when you have somebody who's a dancer and somebody who makes their career like they need, you know, I guess everybody needs two legs, but especially somebody who's a Broadway dancer. So, um, but then to see that he might not make it at all it's just kind of a waiting game, but they did say he, sh- the doctors believe he should have awake by now. So I don't know. I mean, prayers to his family, but there's so many stories like it. That's just, it is scary. It's not just scary for somebody who has underlying problems. And the thing is, is you could have an underlying heart problem and you have no idea you have an underlying heart problem because it hasn't affected you yet. You know, like right. it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a hard decision to open or stay closed and there really is not a great answer on either way you know you don't we obviously don't want to see our economy tank i also don't want to lose family members because we open too soon either so it's like yep. you can't, I think that's you can't win <laughs> either and way i think that that's what people aren't really thinking about is like who it's going to affect once we mm-hmm. start opening up places and places surge like they're going to yeah, well, we'll, we'll find out soon. We'll see how Georgia goes over the next couple weeks. But um, I know that they reopened the beaches in Florida last week and their cases have surged as well. And it's like, and it makes sense. The more people you have crowded in a place, I understand. I could see, I could definitely see, like my dad, for example, works in a, in a not that he can't work at home. But he works in a office. And he can close his door and he really doesn't have to be around people. And so there's probably a lot of jobs where that's the case. You can either, those people are probably working from home already, but there's a lot of things that I think maybe could open. I don't think restaurants, gyms, movie theaters, you know, this is malls and things that are jammed people in them is just not necessary yet, in my opinion. So. I don't know, 
but I hope that everybody's writing this out okay. How's your Thank mom you. after she <laughs> after yesterday? Um, she's a little pissy. <laughs> she's fine. Oh, good. I think the dog like ran into her and like that. Oh no! Caused her to like. Does she have Maggie. Is that who she has? Yeah. Okay. Maggie is a fucking. T- She'll run into me and almost knock me on my ass. (laughs) It's like my biggest pet peeve with my dog is when I'm going up or down the stairs. She seems to not give two fucks and she'll just like push past me. Um, Does the same goddamn thing. Oh my God. It drives me nuts. (laughs) I'm like, dude, wait your turn. Like, or like as soon as we open the door, she like tries to dart out the door. Oh, Lucy will only if she thinks there's somebody there, so. Yeah. But today, she won't go out that door if I paid her. I have to pick her up and throw her out because it is raining and she does not do rain. (laughs) That dog will hold her, cross her legs for 24 hours if she had to. (laughs) Ella will go out and she'll actually go out and sit in the rain, like roll on the grass and everything. Oh, no, that's worse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's bad. Oh, man. All right, well, I want to thank everybody for giving us a chance to vent about (laughs) COVID and all that today. I hope that all of our listeners are safe listening to this and that hopefully everything gets under control soon so we can go back to our, whatever our new normal is going to be of life. Hopefully everybody has a good weekend and maybe we'll contemplate doing a mini so this week as well thoughts yeah we'll discuss anyways okay (laughs) have a great rest of your week everybody we'll see you next time bye